I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of E Patterson's Secret 2. I am joined by the gorgeous Oti Mobusi, um, and we are, I feel like. I feel like we're going to talk about Strictly, but very briefly, because I know there's so much more to you, Odie. So, I mean, obviously, loads of people know you for that. Um, You've had incredible success, mate, in such a short period of time. (laughs) So you only joined the show five years ago, and you've fucking won it twice, haven't you? Yeah, it was six years ago, and I've won it twice. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, so, right, you won with Bill Bailey, obviously, just last year. Mm -hmm. And before that, it was Kelvin Fletcher as well. yeah. Right, I've got a story about Kelvin Fletcher. Oh my god, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, no, it's so embarrassing. Like it's me. Like I, I made it such a fool of myself. So he was doing. And uh, do you remember? Um, oh god, he did the full Monty. Yeah. So he did that, and I think that's when everyone kind of discovered that. Whoa, he's got some moves. Like, um, and I went to watch it because my friend Danielle was in it. The, obviously, the girls' yes. version. Um, and I went more shit with Mia Fern and we're all sitting around. And honestly, like, it's an incredible show for an amazing cause. Everybody knows, like, um, and in the break, you watch the boys first, then you have a break, like you watch the live record and then you watch the girls. So in the break, obviously I was standing waiting for a drink and I was like, fucking hell, that Kelvin Fletcher was absolutely lush. Like, this is long before I'd met my boyfriend. Um, I was like, does anybody know if he's got a bird? <laughs> what well, this girl just stands out and she's like, yeah, he's married to me. And I was like, shit. I went, congratulations. And just <laughs> turned away. I was fucking mortified. Like, obviously, like, he's not a reality TV star or anything like that. He was an actor. Like, so you don't follow their relationships as much. Like, ours is spoiled everywhere. So I honestly had no idea. I was being so disrespectful. But yeah, he's bird. And she said, Andy's got kids. And I was like, right, I'm really sorry. You didn't mean anything by it. I feel like such an arsehole. Honestly, such an arsehole. But he's such a nice man. And his bird's absolutely stunning. Like, I felt really bad, but I still do. That's the first time I've told that story out loud. <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Do you know what I've learned? Do you know what I've had to learn? And, and yeah. I saw a meme that's like, sometimes when you think things, you just don't say them. <laughs> just don't say them. Like, I've had to be like, like I would put something in my mouth, I'll literally be like... <laughs> I'll put something in my mouth just to be like, oh, did you not say what you're thinking? Because 
you are that just don't do it just don't do it if you notice on strictly sometimes when we go upstairs i don't speak i don't I'm, what when you're having your interview yeah with that? claudia i'm yeah. like please please don't because i'm gonna say something that i shouldn't and it's it's gonna come out you know what i mean and you don't want that yeah. moment to be like 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 how you're feeling right now so i just look i look i look at them i look at my celeb i look at claudia i'm like please can we get the scores please <laughs> That's it. I've learned it because it's gotten me. No, it, it's literally got me in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously that was pretty embarrassing at the time. I've since moved on. I'm okay, I'm, okay, I'm okay about it. But if you do keep in touch with Kelvin Fletcher, like obviously just let him know and extend to me apologies to his lovely partner as well. Just let them know I'm, I'm really sorry. I will do not, think before do I not involve me. Oh, oh I, no, no. <laughs> don't be an arsehole. Come on. Right, I, fuck I you, Odie. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. This is me again <laughs> putting something in my mouth, keeping quiet. Fine, we'll move on. We'll talk about the strictly person. <laughs> you're going to be awkward. So, right, aside from lovely Calvin Fletcher and the lovely Bill Bailey, who I don't have a weird story about, by the way, but I did love it. Just no, say not I've yet. Not yet. No, not, not yet. Oh, there's plenty of time. There's plenty, plenty of time, time for me to embarrass myself. <laughs> but I did love him in Chalet Girl. I thought oh. he was great in that. Probably one of his lesser roles. I yeah, haven't I seen that. that. I haven't seen that. Oh, such a good film, Morty. If you're just like having a little Saturday night in, like it's not a fel- it's not one to watch with Marius. You just watch it on your own <laughs> or like with the girls. But yeah, it's quite girly okay. and it is lovely. Oh, it's a cute it. little flick. Um, so yeah, so huge success with both of those and so well deserved. With you, like, there's professionals on Strictly who've yeah. been on the show a lot longer than you. And obviously, yeah. to get to that incredible incredible level, they have to be really driven, really determined, really competitive. Yeah. What I want to know... My stage is, is going... My stage is going now. <laughs> my stage, I'm cleansing myself after all that. <laughs> Do- Look, I need sage as yeah. well after that one. Like, I'm still, I've got like, I've gone sweaty behind the oh knees. My gosh. Like, that's how, that's how nervous I felt about telling that story. But, a, you know, it's time. I, I say ago. so much, and probably my nose hairs are falling out. Like, I have no <laughs> nose hairs anymore. Just keeping the good so, spirits in. Okay, so, professionals, this whole topic, yeah. do you see how this topic makes me yeah, It makes you stressed. <laughs> Don't get stressed. I just want to know, are you guys as competitive as the celebs? Like, there must be a real sense of, like, oh, God, Audie's won twice. Like, I want to win. And there must be, yes, these are all a team, mm. and that's lovely, but there must be an element, mate, of competitiveness. I think, do you know what I mean? I think I, this is the thing, I love competitiveness. I think it just... If if it's done right and the professionals are really good, they do this right. The competitiveness that we have is not the evil kind. It's not against each other. It's not, it's me against you. It's us against, it's not that. The competitive level that we have is I want to do the best routine because I know somebody else is a great choreographer. They're a great teacher. This is their favorite dog. But I want to do the best routine that I can. And I want this to be the best routine that everybody at home loves it. And my celeb feels great. So that kind of competitiveness works in a, in an environment like Strictly because we love each other. We, we are, we are the family that we have. You know, a lot of us don't come from this country. We've had to come from very far. Like we all come from different corners of the actual world. We have people from China, people from Australia, Venezuela, Italians. Like everyone is so different and we are each other's family. 
And the competitiveness that's there, it's a beautiful thing. It makes the show better. It makes the show, it makes the choreographies more exciting. Everybody wants to do something and everything that they do, we all want it to be the first time that you see something like that, the first time that you feel something like that. So the, the compet- those who say they're not competitive are fine. They could, they could be over there and not be competitive. But those of us who are, it, it just brings the best out of us. And that's why I love it because it's entertaining. It's about dancing. You're doing it for someone else. You, I, I love choreographing. I love, I love it. And I love it when they feel good. I love that moment at the end of the dance where they're like, yes. And, and I also love it when I watch other professionals get excited because their celebs got it right. And it's yeah. such a tearful moment because you could see that they were stressing. You could see they were like, oh, this person's not going to get this routine. And then they get it. And and at the end, that, that yes, that celebration moment that you see at the end of every day, it's real. Yeah. And it's like, and then we're all cheering. We're all like on our feet. We're all going, yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all cheering each other's celebs on. And, and it's competitive, but there's love. Do you know what I mean? Like, great, you got 30 points. And that is not my fault that somebody else got better than me. That Mm. just means I have to work harder because that's the goal. That's the goal. I mean, I'm talking about me. That's how I see it. So if somebody else gets higher points than me, I'm like, right, that's the goal. That's where I'm trying to get. I don't hate you. I love you actually for being so good and working so hard and getting such high marks. But I'm going to make sure that my celeb gets the best of their capability and that's the competitiveness that i love do you know what i mean yeah it's not like mm, it's not catty it's not catty we're not catty at all we don't have time for that we're gonna see each other like for the rest of our lives so there's no need for us to be catty <laughs> but it's it's that it's almost like a football team it's almost like a football team everybody needs to be competitive but there's one goal the goal is to make the show the best show that there is that's a really lovely way of looking at it, Nate, because it could quite easily descend into that other yeah. type of competition that you mentioned, you know, where it is very dog-eat-dog. Yeah. It is quite malicious, but I love what you're saying. Like when, because yeah. you do, as a viewer, like I watch it, like my grandma loved Strictly, like it was our favourite show and would sit and watch it all the time. Um, and I still, to this day, whenever it comes on, like, you know, you get excited. Yeah. It's that time of year, isn't it? No, you would you ever do it? Do you know what, Audie, right? I have... You can't was, swear. You know that. I'm not... I, I'm not going <laughs> to swear. If you do it. No, if you do it, oh, you can't be like... right now. No. I was like, fucking hell, this is my podcast. I swear I'm fucking what? <laughs> now, I'm like, if, if you're upstairs and Claudia's, you can't be like, boop, better, boop, boop, Claudia, boop. <laughs> Boop, 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 um, I promise I, right, so basically, I have got no rhythm, honestly, I haven't, like, I'm like, yeah, it, 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 honestly, if you've ever seen us on a night out, you'd notice, like, I'm a drinker, I'm not a dancer, I sit in my chair, and maybe just give it, like, a little, a little shoulder shimmy, but predominantly, yeah, I just drink and chat, like, I don't hit the dance floor no. at all, and subsequently, I've cultivated, like, zero moves over the years, and I'm a, I'm a bit like an ironing board with arms. Like I'm very wooden and stiff. Like I'm like one of the kids from the in-betweeners. It's just not great. So I just think if I did it, I'd be like the joke act, oh, mate. Like no, but I'd be know, like poor Ed Balls or something. And I don't want to be Ed Balls. That's Ed Balls did really well. Ed Balls is a national treasure. People are still Gundam styling in 2021. He did really well. <laughs> what a fella. But I, I just don't have that in me, I'm afraid. But maybe I think the thing about it is what... what what I think the audience really love is that 
they love an ironing board with arms that comes in <laughs> and then leaves after weeks of hard work and dedication mm. looking like a professional. They love that because mm. I feel like this nation is so in love with the idea of the underdog and rightfully mm. so the underdog, the mm. person who works the hardest, the, the person who all odds are against them and they fall in love with them. They absolutely, they take them into their house. They, they give money and vote for them and, and, and they become a part of that culture. They become a part of that world. They, you become a family, like the fans mm. of Strictly and the professionals and the celeb will, it, it gets intense but because it's a family. Yeah. So more to you for being an ironing board. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I've done everything else, mate. Yeah. So never say, yeah. never, never, say never. never. I remember <laughs> Gemma Atkinson said, I, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like a baby elephant. My mom called me a baby elephant. She made it to the final. She's wonderful though. Like I've got amazing. so much time for Gemma Atkinson. Like, and the way she looked in those sequins, yeah. like made me question all sorts of things about <laughs> myself. Like, I got so hot under the collar watching Gemma's been around. Do you know what, Vicky? Do you know what? Let me just say, I'm so glad that you are saying all these sound bites. And I want to make sure that on this podcast, whatever, whoever's going to write whatever they're, they have to say, Vicky Patterson said it. <laughs> Not me. I was just listening to your stories about yeah. other people's wives. I'm listening to you yeah. talking about. I'm. I'm glad it's you. <laughs> See, this is why you should always come on Vicky Fats's podcast because you can never say anything worse than me. Don't worry about your soundbite. It's like I've got that covered in terms of embarrassing yourself. Like I made a living out of it, bro. <laughs> but imagine, imagine being like from where I'm from, and then you open your mouth and it's like, and I'm like, I didn't say that. And they're like, Yes, you did. And I'm like, I didn't say that. Not me. I don't know what was going on. It was that time of the month i don't know what was it like honestly there's always something i have to say when i see a headline oh but mate like we come from very different backgrounds like in general like i've come from reality tv where you often find like the more honest um mm. you are the more grazed knees you have like the more publicly you're endeared to the public and yes. i suppose you've come from a very different place which is you strive for constant perfection and professionalism and quite clearly in all walks of your life so it's different it's different angles but quite fr quite honestly, as you can see, I've never reached perfection. <laughs> I, I oh. was about three hours late for this. I was two hours late for my podcast. I say things that I shouldn't all the time. I'm literally like, oops, oops, oops. So, <laughs> But then, you know, Audie, you're so likable and you're so lovely. And there's a reason why. And I say this from the bottom of my heart. There's a reason why you are now a judge on the masked, masked dancer. There's a reason why you've won twice. Yes, you're an incredible dancer, but you're fucking lovely and really likable. And the British public, mate, we're, we're not daft. Like, no. you, you, we, we, we know Ooh. who we like. We know who's real. We know who's genuine. And you are just that. So, Odie, long may your success continue. Let's keep those mistakes going, girl. I love this country so much. I love the the, the idea of... The minute, like you said it, you were so, you you hit it right on its head. The minute you're fake, 
yeah. and disingenuous. And the minute that you try to pretend that you're something that you're not or talk with an accent that is like, people are like, why? What's wrong with you? Like why? when you try to be fancy and you're mm. not or, or you think that you're bigger than what you are and you're not, you're just not true to yourself. People will call you out. People will call you out. And I love that. I love yeah. that. It's, it's just be honest and be yourself. So as much as I make all the mistakes and say the things that I shouldn't, I try my hardest to be honest. Like honest, that's why I keep quiet. That's why I keep quiet. I don't say it. I'm like, Mm-mm, no, <laughs> Claudia, please. <laughs> I mean, it's just not gonna end well. <laughs> like, oh, I have to sit there, be quiet. Oh, I, mean, I well, I love you, Audie. Mistakes and all, and I've had <laughs> such a wonderful time on this podcast. But before I do let you go, here at Vicky Pass in the Secret Two, we always ask our wonderful guests to impart a couple pearls of wisdom for our lovely listeners. Ooh. And hearing you speak, um, so and, and learning about your journey because this was news to me as well, as well, Odie. So I feel like it's important for people to do things their own way, yeah. to maybe listen, listen to, like get outside the box and, and live the life they deserve to live. So I want to know what your secret is to finding the rhythm of your life. Do you know what? Like, I think before. In probably the last couple of months, I would have just said, work hard, work hard, work hard. But I think over the last couple of weeks, uh, what I've really realized is I follow my gut. And the minute I chase something that's not meant for me, I feel miserable about it. What's meant for me will come to me because it's for me and the the gods or whatever the way of life have set it up that way and the way I live my life is I I jump yeah and like I said I don't know if I'm gonna land on my face or I'm gonna <laughs> land on my feet I don't know how many like cat lives I have left <laughs> but I just jump and I always try to take a leap of faith and whether I'm good or not I'll figure it out once I'm there yeah but the rhythm to my life is just to listen to my gut close my eyes and just jump and hope for the best. I love That's that. it. That's all I can do. They always say, and I'm just building on what you said there, Rodi, because I absolutely loved it. Is like, like I one one tiny moment of intense bravery, that leap of faith, that jump can change your whole life forever. And whether yeah. it's asking asking out the boy who you thought was too good for you, or yeah. whether it's going for the job, or whether it's moving countries and trying something new, whatever it is, you never regret. You never regret it. Never. So never. Love that. Love that. I love that. I I did my first radio show the other day and. I've always, and the thing is, I'll never tell people what I I want to do until I do it. I've always, always loved doing radio and, and they asked me to do it and it's BBC Radio 2. So you're just like, this is a big deal, but I was like, oh, you better jump girl. You better jump and speak. And, and I did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is just incredible. I was like, (laughs) I believe (laughs) I can fly. I loved it so much. I loved it so much. And then I was like, what's meant for me will come to me and it, because it's for me. And I, yeah. and I will always love that. Oh, Ori, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Hilarious, yeah. inspirational. Could talk to you all day. Thank you so Vicky, much for taking time. Out? When are we going out? Well, you said I, you want to in a bin with us? No, no so. yeah, fine. I'll go out. But then by the time you get to glass number three, I'll be like, look, guys, I think things are changing now. I need to go home. The mood, the mood is changing. If you promise me to stay out for at least four drinks, I promise you can get me on the dance floor. Okay. Come on. I'm going to get my iron. I'm going to plug it in. I'm going to iron out that ironing board. (laughs) 
I will sort you out. That is fine. I can't wait, mate. Yeah. I can't wait. Come on, Boris. We want a drink. We want to dance. <laughs> Only Mabusi, The Rhythm of Life is available on all your podcast platforms and you'll get to hear a little bit about my life as well.